Hey there, horror movie fans. Welcome back to Here's a Nini Horror Movie Podcast. Now, this horror film took my breath away. Wow. I don't appreciate the dead silence. 2007's Dead Silence, originally titled Shh, follows Jamie Ashen, a new widower, whose wife meets a grisly end after a strange puppet is sent to their home. Jamie returns to their hometown of Ravensfair to figure out the mystery of his wife's murder. While being in the now-abandoned town, he discovers the legend of the murdered ventriloquist Mary Shaw, who continues to terrorize the town and the people responsible for her death. Now, Dead Silence pays a homage to your well-known ghost stories that rely on a quality of nostalgia and a dreary atmosphere. Now, before we continue, director James Wan and writer Lee Winnell called this film insurance in case of the failure of their upcoming indie film, Saw, which we all know how well that did. Now, that's why I categorize this film among the forgotten due to the later success of both writers. Many horror reviewers can agree that if Dead Silence had been released years prior instead of the rising era of the supernatural subgenre, I believe people would appreciate this grotesque masterpiece. Now, don't get me wrong, this film still displayed unsympathetic characters with no true reasoning for murder, with bad CGI in the end. But I blame the studio for this misconstrued narrative, okay? So, I also have to admit that I do love actor Donnie Wahlberg, who plays the cliché detective, only needed to help the protagonist's journey, and in this case, the comic relief. I appreciate the lack of saturation within the color palette of the film, with light hues of red emphasizing on the visual and stylistic choices. Basically looks like a 90s film, with well-constructed transitions. And yes, Billy from Saw makes his cameo in the film, and in no relation to the other Billy doll who looks like the Walmart version of Slappy from Goosebumps, where he probably should have stayed. And if you ever see a film with Lee Whannell, know there will most likely be a plot twist ending. And since we know the writers, the score by Charlie Clouser only heightened the auditory triggers when the film was, well, dead silent, leading into this film's plot twist ending. Well, there was no distinct or, you know, consistent progression. Now, when Mary Shaw confronts Jamie at his father's house, Jamie throws Billy the 101st and final dummy into the fireplace, thinking it's over, but much to his surprise, he finds out his father Edward had died years ago, and this current Edward is actually a doll converted from his corpse, his whole neck and back hollowed out and being controlled by Ella, his new young wife. Now, Ella was Mary's perfect doll created before her death, filling in some of the puzzle pieces we missed before. Ending with Jamie screaming, causing Ella to kill him by, you know, ripping out his tongue, leaving his disformed face along with Lisa, Henry, Detective Lipton, Edward, and Ella in a photo album while Jamie recites a nursery rhyme about Mary. Well, that was a mouthful. And I actually did not see that ending coming, and many would argue it was forced, but I found it quite admirable, actually. Now, this film didn't try to be more than what it was. There's no lesson or message to be taken away. You see, Mary is the antagonist and not the victim in this case, even though she was brutally murdered by members of the Ashen family, explaining her revenge, though she committed the crimes she was accused of. Very similar concept to Nightmare on Elm Street, depending on which 
concept you're looking at because I know that they have two different ones. The way I like to look at it is some people are just born evil. And this film decided to play on that ulterior motive. Some viewers appreciating while others don't. But for me, a very fun watch that definitely got me at times. So thank God I don't scream when I'm scared. Until next time, ciao now.